Welcome, welcome, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your fabulous and wonderful host, Rob Zakari's Rob Zakari Show, of course. Of course. And it is March 9th. Man, this month is going by quick. Like, real quick. Like, super duper quick. Before you know it, uh, before you know, we're going to be uh, into April. So, where do we begin? That's the question. Where do we begin? Oh, I got so much. I got papers and notes and oh, what am I going to get to? What am I going to get to? So, <clears throat> you see that? Uh, it's funny. You see now, Clapper uh, is coming out. Uh, saying uh, there's uh, there's uh, no Russian Trump connection. You seen that? All of a sudden, you know, it's that all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's no Russian Trump connection. There's no Russian Trump hacking. There's no Russian Trump collusion. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Remember uh, on the show Monday when we talked about the uh, Trump tweet and the uh, wiretapping claims and the fact that people just referenced articles that had already been out there. And not articles that are on some wacky conspiracy sites, or even people talking about them being that of the Alex Jones type, even though, even though, you got to admit, crazy Alex Jones was right about the whole uh, TV and smartphones eavesdropping on you. But remember, Monday, Trump said, Obama wiretapped me. I mean, it was a little bit more uh, elaborate, but that's what Trump said over the weekend. And people freaked. Well, people on the left freaked. And remember, all those stories were out there. All those stories were out there, and we gave our opinion of what happened, we, we of at least what we think happened, and that was Trump ultimately saying, "Okay, we'll put the cards on the table. If all this collusion is going on, if all of these things were happening, if all of these articles talked about wiretapping, you had to be wiretapping. You had to have gotten these." Pfizer requests. You had to have investigated me. Okay. Okay. So, tell the world. Let's see it. That's what you guys did. So, the minute he challenged the Obama people, as soon as he challenged the media, 
they went into full freakout mode. They went into full freakout mode. When people start pointing to New York Times articles saying, well, it does say right there, wiretap. It says wiretap. Well, are, are we, you know, hallucinating that? Are we not seeing that? What is that? Says wiretap. Says the FBI is leading the investigations aided by the National Security Agency, the CIA, and the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Unit. The investigators have accelerated their efforts in recent weeks, but have found no conclusive evidence of wrongdoing. The official said one official said intelligence reports based on some of the wiretapped communications had been provided to the White House. So once Trump, uh, once Trump put that out there, and then referenced the New York Times article, the uh, what is it, the uh, Heat Street? That's what I think. That's what they're called. Uh, the the Heat, some, heat, heat Street, something like that. I know I'm 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 the one with the Minch there, Louis Minch, Louise Minch. That everybody's trying to paint as like a cuckoo bird, but I don't know, man. Anybody that's married to one of the biggest music agents can't be that crazy. I mean, I'm not saying a music agent can't be crazy, but. Q Prime, uh, uh, Bernstein, and 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 Mensch over there, the guys who manage Metallica and and Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, these guys have been successful for twenty five years. I mean, they they they've been the big dogs in the music business as far as uh, agents are concerned. I, I don't know if that guy would be married and have kids with. A cuckoo bird. I, I I just I don't see it. Just don't see it. But hey, maybe, maybe. So once all this information, once all this information was being pointed out, and Trump said, "Hey, Obama wiretapped me," people started to go, "Well, yeah." kind of makes sense if the democrats are talking about all this collusion then you got the harry reed um letter months back talking about oh it's our understanding that uh the the fbi has but you have all this information and and then the hillary clinton t- uh, tweet oh the trump they're colluding they're doing all these things once all this stuff was 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 being put together, people went, yeah, yeah, okay. That's why at first you saw the media splitting and playing the word game. So they weren't talking about the FISA requests. They weren't talking about 
the wiretapping aspects of the New York Times article. Or the Washington Post report that said the FBI was going to pay the British intelligence officer to keep putting together information on Trump. So they were ignoring that and they were just focusing on Trump saying, Obama wiretapped me. Claim, no evidence. Bezos claim, no evidence. I mean, they weren't even entertaining it. No evidence. Absolutely no evidence. Jake Tapper, that hack, that just Hack, okay? That's all we're going to say. Watching him do his monologue. The president has no evidence. Our president. Brian Setzer, the other hack, that troll, looking into the camera. No evidence. No evidence. But yet, there was no evidence that Trump and the Trump people work with the Russians, the election, and flip votes so that Trump would win. No evidence. But yet, the media acted like there was evidence. The dossier, Trump likes to get peed on. Oh, that was like gospel. Even today, you got Maxine Waters. Talking like, oh, that's all. What was her quote exactly? Hold on. What was her? Oh, I think it should be taken and look at. I think they should really read it, understand it, analyze it, determine what's fact, what may not be fact. We already know that part about the coverage they have on him with the sex action is supposed to be true. They've said that that's absolutely true. Some other things they kind of allude to, yes, I think he should go into the dossier and see what else there. This is MSNBC. This is MSNBC. So the Democrats in the media have no problem attaching everybody together and saying, Trump, the Russians, hacked the election. If it wasn't for that, Hillary would have won. But when Trump puts together different news articles from New York Times, BBC, Louise Minch, When he puts all those articles together and goes, hey, I was wiretapped. Instantly. Where's the evidence? You got no evidence. Liar, liar, liar. That Republican turncoat Joe Scarborough. And that Skivos. Mika Brzezinski. 
as she looks into the camera, tears in her eyes. I can't believe the president is dying. He has no evidence. I'll tell you this. Say there's no evidence. Let's say there's no evidence. Let's say it didn't happen. It was the ultimate bluff. It was the ultimate win at the poker table when you're holding garbage cards and you go all in. And your opponent folds. The media and the Democrats fold. And they go, okay, we just got to see what you have. And they go, you had a six, a, a queen, an ace, a two. You got nothing. You got garbage. If there's no evidence, if there's no evidence that Obama, and remember, when we say Obama wiretap, we're talking about the administration. We're talking about people inside his administration. All right? Just like from this point forward or four weeks ago, anything that happens, it's Trump's fault. He's the president. Anything that happens in his administration, it's his fault. A raid in Yemen, soldier gets killed, and the media reports say there was no backup plan, they, didn't, they weren't adequately equipped, all of these things... That the military, if that was the case, should have been on top of. But it's Trump's fault. Okay. So with that theory and that narrative, if Trump was wiretapped, if anybody in his group was under surveillance, that's Obama. None of that stuff happens without Loretta Lynch signing off on it. It's a fact. So if there's no FISA request, if there's no wiretap, if there's nothing, then Trump did the ultimate bluff. Because now you got James Clapper coming out going, oh, no, no, there was no collusion with the Russians. There was absolutely nothing. Now all of a sudden the narrative is, There was nothing there. There was no hacking of the election. None of Trump's people did anything. So they lied. They created this narrative. And if Trump has no evidence and it was all a ruse, Then he bluffed them. He bluffed their lie and backed them in a corner to where now James Clapper says there was no evidence whatsoever at the time collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians. There was no wiretap against Trump Tower during the campaign conducted 
by any part of the national intelligence community. Now, remember, the New York Times said the FBI is leading an investigations aided by the National Security Agency, the CIA, and the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Unit. The investigators have accelerated their efforts in recent weeks, but have found no conclusive evidence of wrongdoing, the official said. One official said intelligence reports based on some of the wiretapped communications had been provided to the White House. So, is that fake news? Was that made up? Was that a work of fiction? For Clapper to come out and say there was no wiretap against Trump Tower during the campaign conducted by any part of the national intelligence community. Now, Clapper could be playing the word game. Remember, Obama wiretapped. Obama didn't sit there at his desk and go, hey, I want you to wiretap. And if he didn't do that, and Trump's saying he did by saying Obama wiretapped, then Trump is wrong. Loretta Lynch signed off on paperwork, and it was a surveillance team. Well, that's totally different than saying Obama wiretapped. So, Clapper could be doing the same thing. There could be no wiretap, but they could have gone into their computers They could have done what Obama did to James Rosen's computers, his emails, because the media have been playing word salad with that, too. When Sean Spicer and other people said, well, the Obama administration wiretapped James Rosen. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. They didn't wiretap. They didn't wiretap. They didn't wiretap. Okay, they didn't wiretap. They went into his computers that were emails. They went to his parents' emails. Well, yeah, that's not wiretapping. So Clapper could be playing word salad here. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. But in this article, in this interview... Clapper saying there was no collusion. Now, remember, before Trump came out and said, hey, Obama wiretapped me, it was all about Trump, the Russians, colluded, hacked the election, switched votes, made Hillary lost. Because remember, that's the, that, that's the only way you're going to hack the election. The only way you're going to make one side beat the other side is by switching votes. It's by switching votes. And that's always been the narrative. Yay, hack tapper never said switched votes. But that was the narrative. They had to make it seem like that's what happened. Hacked the election. It hacked the election. That's not hacking an election. 
going into John Podesta's email and releasing a bunch of stuff that shows the media colluding with the Hillary Clinton campaign and members of the Democrat Party. People in the Hillary Clinton campaign calling Chelsea Clinton names. That's not hacking an election. That's revealing embarrassing emails against a bunch of people. And we've said it before. You have to put it in perspective in the sense that you have embarrassing emails about Hillary Clinton and the media and the collusion with all of them together. And then you have embarrassing video or audio and countless stories of Trump grabbing women by their peas, calling rappers Uncle Toms, being a racist, being a misogynist, raping his former wife. I mean, you know all the stories. So both of those things cancel each other out. They cancel each other out. Trump won because Democrats, liberals, progressives, their act is old and stale. They are the one-hit wonder that lasted for eight years. They are the right-said Freds that lasted for eight years. Their shtick is outdated. The whole, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're a homophobe. The rich are evil. The rich are evil. You're rich. What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 but that, just don't worry about that. That's why they lost. Their act got old. It's tired. It's stale. If you take guns away, there'll be no crime in the the the, the country. If if you if you tax anybody with more than ten dollars in their pocket at ninety percent, there'll be no poor people in the country. If you let the government control every aspect of your life, if you let the government control every social norm, all of these things got played out. You got tired. That's why they lost. So when James Clapper comes out and says, you know what, there was no collusion with Russians and, and, and Trump and nobody uh, infiltrated the Trump presidential campaign, push back. 
when Trump says, hey, guys, if they're saying all this stuff and they're writing articles about all this stuff, that means I was wiretapped. That means Loretta Lynch signed off on Pfizer requests. Guys, the President of the United States was wiretapping a political opponent. Now, again, if it never happened, it was the ultimate bluff. It was the ultimate call on the media and the Democrats doing what they're doing. I mean, think about that dossier for us. Just think about that for a second. The guy was paid by the Hillary Clinton campaign, started as a Republican So Republicans, probably Ted Cruz, Jeb Bush. So they started paying the guy. Then once they all dropped out, the Clinton camp stayed on and paid the guy. That dossier is the linchpin of everything. Dossier, breaking news, as Wolf Blitzer would say, breaking news. Well, we only talked about it because BuzzFeed put the whole dossier up. We're not talking about what's in the dossier. Oh, geez. Okay. All right, Zuckers boys. We get it. So when James Clapper comes out and says, yeah, there's, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Oh, there's nothing there. So Russians and Trump didn't collude to hack the election? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> to watch the media... And the Joe Scarboroughs. Oh, my God. How could this president have done that? How, what are you talking about? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? He fought back. I, I, I've said this before. The media is not used to anybody ever fighting back. Republicans aren't used to anybody fighting back. You heard what Trump said to some of those Republicans yesterday who were going to vote against the uh, health bill. He said, listen, you vote against this bill. Come 2018, I'm going to fill up stadiums. I'm going to fill up stadiums. And I'm going to tell every single one of those people not to vote for you. (laughs) Who does that? I mean, who fights like – I mean – we we actually here's the, here's the wild thing man we actually have somebody on our side that fights is nasty and is hard as the left does that's why the left is is losing their mind they're, they're just they're they're just wah! 
They're not used to this. Imagine, and I, and I know we could go back and forth on the Iraq war, but imagine if that was Trump. Just, just, just imagine for a minute. Because they crucified Bush, and Bush never fought back. He was like Forrest Gump. He really was. They crucified him. They just, if that was Trump, if that was Trump, Obama would never have won. We would have gotten another Republican president. Trump would have fought back every single day. You lie, you, Trump, what? What are you? When people, the waterboarding and the, and, the, and the black ops sites, how could we do, we are horrible people, we're a horrible country. Imagine Trump would have, oh, Trump, would, I'm telling you, the media is not used to it. The media's not used to it. They're used to George Bush. They're used to Poppy Bush. That's who they're used to. And all the other Republicans, you know, Lindsey Graham, John McCain. They're used to a Republican getting jammed up. And it just even for something as stupid as calling somebody a mukaka. Remember when Allen called the film guy a mukaka? I don't even know what the hell a mukaka is. Oh, it's a racial term for an immigrant of of this descent. That was it. The guy, the guy was done. Remember when when Larry Craig, the toe tapper, he should have came out and said, you know what? You know what? Sometimes I like to get head in the bathroom. All right. <laughs> Sometimes I like to get so what? Okay? So I've got a little tinge of homosexuality in me. Are you going to go after me because I'm a homosexual? <laughs> I don't know, but Jesus. Republicans are, are weak. So now you got Trump. Well, I'm not going to let you destroy me. Not going to do it. And if I got to twist facts, no problem. And that's what's so funny, too. Because the people that are bitching and moaning about Trump playing with facts, their entire business is playing with facts. That's all the media does. That's all the media does. And you could watch it in their reporting. You could watch the way they, depending on what network and what they're trying to push, you could watch them leave words out, put words in. And these people have the audacity To complain about Trump. And all he's doing is fighting back.
All he's doing is fighting back. What's that? What's that? What's that saying? What it, oh God, I know I'm going to butcher it and people are going to bust my stones. Um, what is it? Uh, life is a, life is a dirty game. And, and 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 sometimes you got to play dirty to to win it. Something like that. Politics is is a beast. Politics is there's nothing there's nothing nice about politics. The media, come on. When the media decides that they want to destroy your career, when people within the media decide they want to destroy your career, destroy your life, they just do it. And by whatever means necessary. I mean, again, not to go back to the tape, but look what they did to Billy Bush. I mean, I'm not a big Billy Bush fan. But look what they did to Billy Bush. Gone. Just like that. So they have the audacity to be pissed off at Trump because he plays loose with certain facts. If it suits him or the party or a narrative, which ultimately is to win. And the way you you hear the media talk, and the way you hear Scarborough, or the way you hear liberals, oh, the American people don't, a president, they can't, the American big there's a anger and the no no who they're talking about is the half that voted for Hillary Clinton because if you voted for Trump you love it I had this discussion with my girlfriend the other day when, when you hear these people be outraged they're acting as if The entire country believes what they believe. But that's not the case. These something million people voted for Trump. They don't care. We want to crush liberals. Okay? We're not Glenn Beck. We're not that lame Oh, we all just need to get together and we're never going to... No! No! No. No. Obama created teams. Okay? Because the country wasn't the way it was until Obama got in office. And he divided this country to us and them. There was no, hey, let's just work together on this. No. Because if you were against... XYZ that liberals were for, then you were evil. Liberals didn't go, oh, well, you know what? Me and you disagree on immigration or, uh, you know, Bruce Jenner being called Caitlin, but hey, we can agree on this. No, it's, well, if you don't go for this, 
then I don't want to listen to anything else you got to say. F you. And Obama created that. The Democrats created that. So over the last eight years, it's percolated into this boiling, festering, pussy boil. (laughs) If you want to be graphic and, and nasty. And everything we've tried to do to make that boil go away, done. So now we're going to live with the boil. That's all. So Obama created this, it's our side, your side. There's consequences for an election. Remember when Obama said, we won. We won. And you know how the media and the Democrats in general viewed Obama as doing no wrong? I mean, we broke it down yesterday. When, when, you, when, when, when you looked at the outrage of Ben Carson talking about immigrants and slaves and, and basically being one and the same, the outrage from the left and from the media and from celebrities and the wildebeests like Leslie Jones. Obama said the exact same thing 11 different times. But it doesn't matter. It's Obama. Doesn't matter. It's just like when you see CNN or Politico do a story about Trump golfing. Oh, Trump's golfing again. And he complained about Obama golfing. And oh, why is it? Uh, I wonder what his supporters, you know what? We don't care. Because it's Trump golfing. That's why. We are no different than you guys. You didn't care if Obama, you wouldn't have cared if 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 Obama was 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 pissing on the floor of the White House. Hey, you know what? The guy's busy. He couldn't make it to the bathroom. He got to go. I mean, Kellyanne Conway puts her feet on the couch, and it, and it's a national crisis. Bill Clinton ejaculates all over, just all over, everywhere, everywhere in the Oval Office. A little here, here you go. It didn't matter. Didn't matter. So we don't care. We don't care that Trump's golfing our side. We don't care. We are doing exactly what liberals did for eight years. For eight years, liberals put Obama on this pedestal. So Jesus Obama. Didn't matter. So when Hack Tapper and Joe Scarborough, that turncoat scumbag, 
And they go, how could this president do what he's doing? And how could he lie about this? And how could he manipulate the facts on this? And what do you mean? Well, just the, the American people. No. Who's outraged are you and the jerk offs that voted for Hillary Clinton? We don't care. If we got to manipulate facts to win, then that's what we'll do. Because it's our team versus your team. That's it. Stop pretending that your team voted for Trump and now he's, I I don't know, reneging. Our team is getting everything we want. When I watch hipster liberal douchebags, okay, crying hysterically, wearing vagina hats, I, I, I got what I wanted. When I hear that border crossings are down 40%, we got what we wanted. Got what we wanted. We, we got what we wanted. When you read a story that Miguel Perez, father of two, was on his way to get some milk and was apprehended by ICE. The poor father of two. Yes, he did have some prior convictions, robbery, DUI. But, but, they were a long time ago. Oh, guess what? You gotta go. You gotta go. Shouldn't have been driving drunk. Shouldn't have stole stuff. You're already in this country illegally. Should have been thankful for that. When I'm hearing we have soldiers in Syria... We actually have some boots on the ground. I like that. I want to wipe out ISIS. You know, again, I was telling my girlfriend this the other day. You know, the, the, the whole Iraq thing was, was sour because the whole concept of lied about weapons of mass destruction. And, and we don't have to go through it all. But when American soldiers were killed... It gave you a sense of, well, they, they died for nothing. Because should we have really been there? Conversation came up when boots on the ground in Syria to go after ISIS. My girlfriend said, well, what does that mean for soldiers? What, you know, if, if a soldier gets killed. I said, well, honey, if a soldier gets killed, uh, it's horrible. And it's, 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 you know, heartbreaking. And we'll have to celebrate that soldier's life, but they signed up knowing that they could go to battle. And the mission is to go there and destroy and kill these animals. I mean, there, there's an object. We're going there to kill as many animal, terrorist, Muslim, extremist scum as we can. There, there's the, there's the objective. And with that objective, and there's no lying, 
There's no, well, we're going there because we think there's a nuclear weapon. No, we're going there to kill. We're going to find them and we're going to kill them. That's what we're going to do. If we lose soldiers, people are going to be able to handle it. People are going to say, well, of course we're going to lose some soldiers. Of course. And those soldiers know that they could be killed. They're going there with one mission, to kill. That's it. Kill. So there's no why. We, on the right, we got what we want. Oh, well, that, that health bill. What about the health bill? It's A, it's a work in progress, and guess what? Guess what? Obama was an F. Maybe right now, this is a C. Still better than Obamacare. Still means I'll be able to buy insurance. If, if, if I wanted to buy insurance tomorrow, I'll be able to buy insurance tomorrow. And once they keep tweaking it, and you're able to buy insurance from Texas, and you'll be able to buy insurance from state lines, because don't think it's not going to be tweaked. The House has to pass the bill. Then it has to go up to the Senate. And more people are going to put earmarks and some other things. I don't know if you could call it earmarks anymore. You know, this notion that everybody is going to be happy with everything is, is, is wacky. I, I wish that's how life worked. But it's not how life works. Nobody gets everything that they want 100%. Doesn't happen like that. I'm sorry. I wish it did. Okay, trust me. I wish it did. I wish it did. So, James Clapper. (laughs) We go back to James Clapper. James Clapper. So that's where we are. That's where we are right now. You're not hearing the Russian hacking. You're not hearing any of this stuff now. Because if the left and the FBI and the CIA and all these people have all of this information, then there was wiretapping going on. And if there's wiretapping going on, that means Obama knew about it. And if Obama knew about it, that's worse than Watergate. So now they have to say, there's no wiretapping going on. There was no collusion with the Russians, which means there's no hacking. So this whole little boondoggle was nothing more than the Democrats' version of birtherism. That's all. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari's show. I'll be right back after. That, it's not real long, so don't get all... Pissy with me. It'll be two seconds. Hot sauce. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just sauce. 
Really? You, yeah. Yeah. You really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, seriously. Hot sauce. So I've, been, I've been eating a lot of hot sauce. A lot of... Uh, Raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You might need to slow down. I need to, yeah, yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. It really keeps my uh, my immune system. Uh, uh, go- oh, just shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, just shut up. I told you guys this before. No matter what, the, 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 the win for all of us, okay, the win for all of us is the fact that Democrats and Hillary Clinton are not in power anymore. That's the, that's the, uh, that's the payoff. Okay, that's the payoff. So, uh, real quick, when we were on our little uh, 43 second Hillary uh, Clinton hot sauce break, um, I got an email. And it's funny because, uh, again, you know, CNN, does, they, they don't know what to do with themselves because they um, they are... And we talked about this yesterday. They are the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party. And when Obama was in office, they were state-run media. Okay? That's what they were. Now, they don't make any, they don't make any bones uh, about uh, being who they are. Chris Cuomo. Hack Tapper, uh, Don Lemon. It's like, forget it. Um, you know, we are the shills. We are the hacks for the Democrats. Everybody uh, would call us on it, and we used to be able to deny it, but the jig is up. So why deny it? Let's just, just embrace our, our inner hacking. Okay, let's just brace our inner hacking. That's it. We're we're hacks. That's who we are. Just embrace it. So, with all of the uh, Trump and wiretaps and and Obama and the hacking getting turned upside down to the point where... uh, the 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 hacking and the collusion when James Clapper goes there's none of that CNN I don't know if it's doubles down but they try to play the game with the bank the alpha bank and the um Odd connection, that's what they call it, odd 
the odd connection between Alpha Bank and the Trump organization. This odd connection. And that was referenced in the New York Times wiretapping story. So remember, the FBI is leading an investigation aided by the National Security Agency, the CIA, and the Department of Treasury Financial Crimes Unit. The investigators accelerated their efforts in recent weeks and found no conclusive evidence of wrongdoing. The official said one official said intelligence reports based on some of the wiretap communication provided to the White House. So that was that New York Times article. Now, CNN, they run an article that says sources, sources. FBI investigation continues into odd computer link between Russian bank and the Trump organization. Federal investigators and computer scientists continue to examine whether there was a computer server connection between the Trump organization and a Russian bank. Sources close to the investigation tell CNN. Sources close. So, I guess more leakers. The same leakers that leaked this story to the Times that said wiretapped communications provided to the White House. And this same story, which is referenced by Mensch as it pertained to a FISA warrant that would have been signed off by Loretta Sterling. Hmm. Questions about the possible connection were widely dismissed four months ago, but the FBI's investigation remains open, sources said. Now remember, wiretapping, Obama, and putting all of these stories together freaked the Democrats out to the point where Clapper had to go on television and say, oh, we found no evidence of collusion to hack the election. So hacking the election, that's out the window now. That's gone. So the Russian narrative of hacking the election so that Hillary Clinton would lose and Donald Trump would win, is, is, that's it. It's over. Now, the new narrative is a bank in Russia ties to the Trump administration. And this is a four-year-old or four-month-old story that CNN now is talking about you because you got to get keep that Russian stuff going, man. Right now, Trump's on the verge of destroying the Obama legacy. Okay? The Obama legacy. He's right on the verge of destroying the legacy. That's why, I mean, that's, that's not the only reason why, but... Oh, it, it kills the Democrats. Kills them. 
that in literally a year, Trump can wipe, just just wipe the Obama legacy from the face of the presidential map. Just wipe it. Gone. Wipe it gone. (laughs) It's just gone. So CNN, they're like, okay, we got to get back to uh, now. It's it's not Russian hacking, but it's banking information and uh, the Trump Tower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, guys, look, look over here. Come on, look over here. Alpha Bank. Alpha. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The server issue surfaced again this week and mentioned in the Breitbart article, according to the White House official, sparked President Trump's tweets of accusing investigators of tapping his phone. CNN is told there was no Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act warrant on the server. The FBI declined to comment. So, So you know what's funny? So the FBI is not talking about any of this. Sources have told CNN. So the FBI is not talking. Instead, CNN is going with sources. Like I've said before, I have sources that tell me Jeff Zucker to have Obama have sex with his wife. And while this is going on, Uh, Zucker's face is like 13 inches from the action while Obama calls him a a white, honky, bitch boy cuckold. It's my sources. It's my sources. Okay? I got sources. What makes CNN sources... Any better than the Rob Zakari show sources? What what makes CNN so? Why what? Because this isn't the CNN of Ted Turner and and Bernie Shaw. I'm Bernard Shaw. That's not. That's this is this is this is a a propaganda arm. In addition, companies involved have provided CNN with new explanations that at times conflict with each other and still don't fully explain what happened. The story of a possible connection between computer servers is a strange tale because there is no specific allegations of wrongdoing, only vague technical evidence. Internet data shows that last summer, a computer server owned by Russia-based, Russia-based Alpha Bank repeatedly looked up the contact information for a computer server being used by the Trump organization far more than other companies did, representing 80% of all lookups to the Trump server. It is unclear if the Trump organization server itself did anything in return. Oh. No one has ever produced evidence that serves actually communicated. So, again, you see, What Trump did over the weekend forced the narrative of collusion with his team and the Russians 
and hacking the election. It, it forced that narrative to die. Forced James Clapper to come out and say, no, wiretapping, no, nothing. Nothing. There was no colluding with Russians. There was no Trump in the Russia. It was all good. But then CNN comes out with this article saying, but the FBI is looking into server activity. But for those who have studied the data, the activity could suggest an intent to communicate by email, time when ties between the Trump Organization and Russia are being closely scrutinized because of Russia's alleged involvement in hacking the emails of the Democrat National Committee and Hillary Clinton uh, campaign chief John Bedell. So remember, Clapper has already come out and said that there was no collusion. But now here's CNN saying the data was studied and the activity could suggest an intent to communicate by email during a period of time when ties between Trump Organization and Russia are being closely scrutinized. But Clapper already came out and said there was no collusion. You see what CNN's doing there? You see what they're trying to pull? Clapper already said there was no collusion. Do, do, we, do we have to say it again? There was no evidence whatsoever at the time of collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians. Clapper said And CNN's running a story tonight that says, but for those who've studied the data, the activity could suggest an intent to communicate by email during a period of time when ties between Trump organization and Russia are being closely scrutinized because of Russia's alleged involvement in hacking the emails of Democrats, blah, 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 blah. Well, James Clapper already said, I repeat, There was no evidence whatsoever at the time of collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russians. So if he said that, how is CNN talking about by email? The issue intrigued a dozen computer researchers at a recent business conference in Washington, D.C., that pulled together the world's top network operators, the ones who help run the Internet. To them, it's a strange coincidence that merits further scrutiny. I, what, what, a, what a whacked out, what, what a whacked out thing to put in this article. Man, if, if CNN is not the, the, the propaganda wing, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what is. Serious. I mean, come on. Dozen computer researchers that I guess these these jerk offs had no idea that the CIA hacked all their phones, huh? I guess these computer researchers had no idea 
that the CIA hacked all their phones and created malware programs to mask, to make it look like it was the Russians and China. So none of these computer researchers, these guys that help run the Internet, they didn't know any of this. But they know that further scrutiny needs to be done involving the Alpha Bank servers and uh, servers at Trump Towers. Another computer researcher, Richard Clayton of Cambridge University, said it's just plain weird. Oh, wow. Hey. Richard Clayton of Cambridge University. Oh, wow. He said it. <laughs> Last year, a small group of computer scientists obtained Internet traffic records from the complex system that serves as the Internet's phone book. Access to these records is reserved for highly trusted cybersecurity firms and companies that provide this lookup service. These signs are captured as they travel along the Internet's domain system. These leaked records show that Alpha Bank servers repeatedly looked up the unique internet address of a particular Trump organization computer server in the United States. Now, remember, Clapper has already said there was no connection between the Trump campaign and uh, Russians. Now, you want to hear something pretty funny? You want to hear something pretty funny? And it's not in the CNN article, okay? It's not in the CNN article. Of course it's not in the CNN article. <laughs> of course it's not in the CNN article. So, um, there's a, um, like a, a company directory for Alpha Bank. And... Uh, the guy, his name is Mikhail Friedman, M-I-K-H-A-I-L, Mikhail Friedman, F-R-I-D-M-A-N. And it talks about uh, being the chairman of the supervising board and principal founder of the Alpha Group Consortium, one of the leading business uh, enterprises in Russia. He has built Alpha Group into a market leader in banking investments, telecommunications, retail trade, utilities. Alpha Group Consortium incorporates Alpha Bank, which is one of the biggest privately owned banks. So this guy, Mikhail Friedman, is basically the boss of Alpha Bank. Okay? He built Alpha Bank or Alpha Group into a market leader. Okay, now when you go through uh, his uh, resume and it's like, oh, and he's done this and he's done that. You ready for this? Oh, it's just like the Russian ambassador. Everybody is like the Russian ambassador met with Jeff Sessions. The Russian ambassador met with Trump people. The Russian ambassador. Yeah, but the Russian ambassador is an effing Russian ambassador, you idiot. He also met with... Uh, Diane Feinstein. He went to the White House 22 times. That's his job, you moron. So 
Now we've got Mikhail Fredman, board of director of Alpha Group. And when you go through his bio, it says, uh, Mikhail Fredman, as you go through what he's done, it says, he was named as one of Europe's Power 25 by Fortune Magazine in 2004 and was included in the Financial Times list of 2004 leaders of the new Europe. In 2003, Mikhail Freeman was honored with the Golden Plate Award of the International Academy of Achievement in Washington, presented by, drumroll please, former U.S. President Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. You can't. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I'm telling you. You can't. Can't make this stuff up. It's impossible. Just like when the news came out that the Russian ambassador met with Jeff Sett, Russian ambassador, Russian He's the Russian ambassador. And we said on the show, the ne- we said the next day, you're going to find out that a whole bunch of Democrats met with him. The guy's the ambassador. This is the guy that's, that everybody's contacts, Russian contacts, Trump and Russian contacts. And you're expecting the fuzzy hat guys that are setting up the girls with, to pee on each other. And it's like, this is the Russian contact? Of course it's a Russian contact. Everybody has contacts. He's the ambassador. And the next day, you find out he went to the White House 22 times. (laughs) So now, now CNN does the story about Alpha Group. And it's like, oh, the Trump, all of these connections. And we find out that Mikhail Friedman was given an award by by Bill Clinton. (laughs) Are you kidding me? There's the connect. There, that's the only connection that we see that there is not this covert, you know, this, this, oh no, the, the data connect. No, right here in black and white, the guy at Alpha Group was given an award called the Golden Plate Award by Bill Clinton. Just stop. You can't. Make this stuff up. It's impossible. It's impossible. We got it. We got to take a break. You can't make this stuff up. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. <laughs> you can't make it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Build a wall. It just got ten feet higher. Build a wall. It just got ten feet strong. Build a wall. It just got ten feet higher. And build and build and build and just build a wall. Build and build and build and just build a wall. I just wanna make America great. I just wanna have a strong take on my place. Making history again, cause my dad 
We're back. Uh, that's Baked Alaska doing I Just Want to Make America Great. Someone's got to drop him a line. Maybe I'll drop him a line. He's got to do a new song. We got, we got Build the Wall, and we, got, we love our cops. There needs to be a new song. There needs to be a new song. I'm just saying. There needs to be a new song. <laughs> oh, all right. So, God, I got to get to eight billion trillion things. So let's get into uh, <laughs> the Alpha Bank thing is just rich. I mean, it's just so rich. <laughs> Democrats, they're just. They're just shit bags. Oh, I'm, I, I can't believe I said shit. I just said it again. I'm sorry. Ugh, now they're going to have to bleep that. <laughs> I have to bleep that. Uh, my bad. Okay. Can't have to, or they do the drop, you know, or they drop it out. It's like, a, I think, the 10 seconds away. Anyways. Um. Where, where did I go? Oh, oh, oh. I have a lot of my, uh, I got a lot of notes over on my, uh, in my emails. And I have, then I have notes on, I got two computers on here. I know there's other, I, other people got more, but I got, I got two, damn it. All right. So, uh, we kind of talked about it a little earlier. Uh, Trump's first month, uh, 40% decrease in, uh, border crossings. Again, just shows you you don't necessarily need um, dramatic uh, policy shifts or or or, or changes to uh, policies for that matter. All you need is to a say you're going to enforce the law and b. Enforce the law. Once you start doing A and B, and I tell you, I mean, I I don't like Mitt Romney, all right? I think he's an S-bag, especially the stuff that he did to Trump. But, but, two things he said that people kind of busted his, his stones about. Uh, he kind of, kind of turned out to be correct. A, he talked about Russia being um, a threat. And we all made fun of him. I was a liberal at the time. I'll admit it. We all made fun of him. Obama made fun of him. Everybody made fun of him. Talking about the Cold War being over and you know, Russia's our buddies, that is, which is kind of funny because we talked or Obama talked, liberals talked about Russia being our allies. They were our pals. They were our friends. Mitt Romney said, no, no, no. And now the Democrats are talking about Russia being worse than, you know, back in the uh, Cold War days. Kind of funny. But the other thing was the notion of self-deportation. And I know Romney had talked about it, and he wasn't alone. But the concept of 
self-deportation and uh, making coming to this country uh, not appealing and enforcing the laws. And if you did that, you would have people, A, leave themselves, and B, just not come here. And, of course, people made fun of them. I was one of them. But there's a piece of this number, this 40% drop. There's a piece. People not coming because of the new enforcement. I mean, that, that, that again, I, 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 you know, I don't want to harp on the notion of self-deportation. But if you don't come, if you're looking at a, a 30 or 40% swing, you basically have people saying, well, what's the point of going to America? What's the point of going there? If A, they've got 10,000 more border agents. B, if you get in trouble, if I get in trouble, I'm done. There is no, as long as you're not raping or murdering somebody. No, 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 no. This new president said, you're up for deportation if you commit a, a crime. And remember the other rule that Trump did away with. That was that Obama rule where basically if you could evade capture for something like 30 or, or, or 60 days and you get further than 100 or, or 200 miles from that border, you're in the clear. So basically if you don't stick around, you know, it's kind of like you, you do something bad, you, you break the law, and you flee the scene of the crime, and you, like, never look back. You, like, you know, get out of town, get out of Dodge, so to speak. Trump doing away with that, where you had illegals going, hey, man, uh, as long as we get, you know, four, five, six hundred miles away from where we came in at, and we can make it two, three, four months, stay out of trouble, stay off the radar, we're in the clear. We're good. We're rocking and rolling. This is going to work. And then, if you throw in the separating parents and kids, where, again, uh, Democrats are uh, losing their minds, how could you go? How is that going to be a policy? How can you guys do that? Well, guess what? I would say that that's a pretty good deterrent, too. I would say that's a pretty good deterrent, too. Separating families at the border? I would say that would scare the hell out of me. But before, but before, that was a way to keep everybody here. 
Well, now if you're talking about separating them, you're going to have families that go, you know what? Let's not make the trek because they're not going to do what they did before. Remember, if you don't incentivize people, you're not going to get them to do certain things. And that's good and bad, meaning you incentivize somebody to do good things. Hey, if you, you know, you uh, clean it in this uh, thing or you hit this sales number or you, you, you build the railroad this quick, you're going to get X, Y, Z. You, in, you incentivize. But it could also be the reverse, meaning if you don't incentivize somebody coming here illegally, they're not going to come. So if you take away all of those, well, you take away keeping the families together, uh, you know, staying, uh, uh, you know, under the radar for 60 days will will get you a pass. Uh, uh, even if you uh, jaywalk, you could get deported. If all those things are on the table, there's no incentive to come here. And again, to listen to people complain, it's pretty funny. It it really is, because we're talking about enforcing laws that are on the books. And I'll say it again, if you don't like the laws, change the laws. Remember, Obama and the Democrats controlled the government for two years. Meaning Democrats had the House, they had the Senate, they had the White House for two whole years. Filibuster proof. Remember, they had something like 60 or 61 seats. Then they lost the Senate, but they still controlled the House. Or vice versa. I don't even remember. Was it the House? I think they still kept the House. They didn't lose the House until later. Either way, after two years, they still controlled two of the three uh, branches of government. And they even had Republicans. Remember the Gang of Eight? They even had Republicans on board for immigration reform. So, If people don't like the laws that are on the books, then they need to get their congressmen, they need to get their senators to change the law. If we want to have an open border country, then they need to change the law and have an open border country. But if they don't change the law and people don't want that, then don't bitch and moan because we want to enforce the laws that are on the books. Because what's the point of having the law on the books if nobody's going to enforce them? Drunk driving's either against the law or it's not. Robbery, rape, murder. It's either against the law or it's not. If you don't like the laws, change the laws. 
Okay? Change the effing laws. So, the number of legally crossing the U.S. southern border has dropped 40%. In Trump's first full month, the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol reported that the number of illegal border crossings dropped from 31,578 to 18,762. John Kelly said border agents usually see a 10 to 20 percent increase in illegal immigrant apprehensions from January to February. Well, they, they didn't. I mean, they, 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 if they normally see 10 to 20% increase and instead they got a 40% decrease, then I think Trump, his policies, what he said he was going to do is working. Again, so I say, listening to the media and listening to Democrats and listening to Hollywood, you would think that everybody voted for Hillary Clinton. That's not the case. If you voted for Trump, you are tickled pink. He's doing everything he said he was going to do. And if there's chinks in the armor, okay. But for the most part, He's the president that we've had that's done everything or almost everything that he said he's going to do, and he's fought back. He ran on an immigration platform. He said, if we do A, B, and C, it's going to protect jobs. It's going to protect this. It's going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And here we are in the first month. What do we see? A 40% decrease in illegal border crossings. When normally they would see a 10 to 20% increase. Trump signed an executive order increasing border security and authorizing the construction of his promised border wall along the southern border in his first few days of his presidency. Trump also seeks to hire about 5,000 additional border patrol office, uh, officials and 10,000 ICE agents and seeks to fast-track deportations. We will remain vigilant and respond to any changes to these trends as uh, numbers of illegal crossings typically increase between March and May. John Kelly said. However, the early results show that enforcement matters, deterrence matters, and that comprehensive immigration enforcement can make an impact. You know, what I love to see is when the liberals go, oh, promises that Trump is not keeping. Mitch McConnell already said Mexico is not going to pay for the wall. And others have said that Trump's not going to be able to build that wall. You know, the funny thing is, again, just like when Trump told some of those congressmen, hey, if you go against me on this bill, I'm going to go into your district. I'm going to find 
football stadiums. I'm going to put 50,000 people in that stadium, and I'm going to get every single one of them not to vote for you. Every single one of them. The same goes for when Trump says, hey, this border wall, I want it. But these six or seven senators are blocking me. So I kept my promise. I put it out there. And I fought like hell to get it. But these scumbags are blocking me. Which means they're blocking us. So guess what? Let's show them the door in 2018 or 2020. Now, yeah. Somebody like John McCain, he's going to die in office. And I don't think Lindsey Graham's up for, I I don't know how many years. But that's the type of stuff Trump will do, just like the whole travel ban. People are like, oh, look, his travel ban's getting pushed back. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, look, uh, uh, a judge struck it down. Ha, 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 ha. But what these people don't get is the 60-plus million people that voted for Trump, the X amount of people that gave him the win in Michigan, gave him the win in uh, uh, Ohio, gave him the win. In Wisconsin, those people heard on the campaign trail, we are going to have strong borders. We are going to institute a, a travel bet. All of those things he did. So those people are seeing him go, here's a travel ban. And then those people are seeing liberals push back against it so those people aren't saying oh trump didn't keep his promise those people are saying trump kept his promise but liberals are fighting us which hardens those people four years from now when they go back to that ballot box why would they vote against trump for a liberal who represented everything that pushed back against Trump on. Like I said, the media, Hollywood elites, Democrats, they are so much in this bubble that for some reason they think the entire country voted for Hillary Clinton. Like they almost believe their own BS that the Russians flipped votes and gave the election to Trump. It's almost like they actually believe that 100 million people voted for Hillary Clinton and the Russians went in and made it so that Hillary won the popular vote, but Trump uh, won the Electoral College and eked it out in the... Blue wall states. It's like they actually believe that. 
Because when you hear them talk, ah, ha, ha, the travel ban, ah, the wall, and ha, 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 all these people are outraged. No, you're outraged. The people who want a wall, the people who want tougher borders, people who want those things are looking at liberals trying to block it or blocking it. So they're not going to all of a sudden get on your side, stupid. As far as they're concerned, Trump is doing what he promised. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. Yes, it is. It's Rob Zakari show. Don't forget. Don't forget. You can listen to us on Spreaker. Go to uh, Spreaker.com, okay? And uh, type in the Rob Zakari Show, and you will see uh, archives of all of our programs. Also, you can go to iTunes. Uh, You can also go to... um, um, where else? iHeartRadio. These are all the places you can go and you can um, listen to the show. So go there. We're going to take just a quick, 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 super quick, quick break. Be right back. Are you, are you? Coming to the train Led by a man Who wants to break the chains Establishment is terrified They can't control his reign Let's meet this year On the tram train Are you, are you Coming to the train Where brave men called out For a wall built by crane Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain. Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Wear a hat of hope, side by side with me. Make America great again, break the chain. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. And we are going to be respected by the world again and not laughed at like we're all a bunch of stupid people being led by incompetent politicians. It's not going to go... And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rob Scary, Rob Scary Um, And it's funny because I forgot that ABC uh, owns ESPN. I totally forgot about that. And why I say that is, uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? We did our uh, gay update. Because, you know, we do a gay update once a week. Some weeks, we have one or two 
gay updates. Last week, or the week before, maybe it was last week, we had the Milo gay update, and then we had the tranny bathroom gay update. And I, no, those are the two, the week, see, I lose track of all the gay updates. We had those two the week before. Last week we had the, uh, the, uh, the tranny update, or not tranny, actually it's not tranny, it's the girl who wants to have a penis, the wrestler, the Texas wrestler, that's jacked up on steroids, beating the hell out of other little girls, well, well, he, he, she's not little, the girls were little, and he, and he, she, whatever it is, is jacked up on steroids, beating the hell out of them. So that was our gay talk last week. Then what was our gay talk this week? Oh, oh yeah. How how <laughs> I get I get lo- I get lost into all I get lost into the black hole of gayness. Um. Um. Uh. <laughs> there. Uh, there. <laughs> Look at that. We go the black hole. It is. It's a black hole. All right, black. It's just the black hole. <laughs> um, about that. Uh, at, what is it? We rise. Remember, we talked about it yesterday. The uh, it was the eight part uh, series that was on uh, ABC, and it uh, pulled in two million viewers. I mean, it was a dismal failure, and it was basically about. Um, middle America, or everybody that's not living in California and New York, all of these people, uh, and the fact that they hate uh, gays, they hate the trannies, they hate bisexuals, uh, they hate everybody that's part of the LBGTUQZ um, equation. And uh, it got 2 million people. And they even spent millions, millions on promoting that eight-part series. They, they advertised it during the Oscars. And that's a target audience. That's their niche target audience. I, I Come on. I don't think you have a lot of, uh, you know... Truck drivers from uh, Georgia or or Louisiana or cowboys from Texas. They were all like, "I gotta watch my Oscars. I got, I gotta, I gotta see. Uh, I got, I got, I gotta see what uh, what what uh, Jennifer Lawrence was wearing." Yeah, I, I I don't think there was two. I mean, maybe. I'm not saying the 35 million people that uh, watched the Oscars were gay. I'm not saying it was 35 million, you know, hello, the guy. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying you would think spending millions of dollars to advertise during the Oscars, you would get more people. And like we said yesterday, basically... They got 2 million viewers an episode. So they got a million people 
from California and a million people from New York that watched that dreadful series. And then, of course, we talked about the uh, Catherine Heigl show. It got canceled after two episodes, and that was the one that featured the tranny, Laverne Cox. And that got canceled, and it was made to be a big deal that a, a tranny would be in a prominent um, role in a network television show. Well, it lasted two episodes. I don't think it was the tranny. Of course not. It was Catherine Heigl. And then there was a, uh, I guess, a gay uh, detective show, something like that. What the hell is a gay detective? So I guess the, the people that were, like, fighting the crime were were gay. And that got canceled. So it was just this whole, you know, article, and we did the segment about it. Well, it's ABC. And I totally forgot that ABC is owned by ESPN. I mean, I forgot about ESPN. I don't watch ESPN anymore. The only time I watch ESPN is during the football season because they got the Monday night game. But even then... I don't watch it that much because that Monday night game is always a garbage game. Like the days of Monday night football being on uh, ABC and it being the marquee game, they, they threw that out the window. The way it works now is the Sunday night game on NBC with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. That's the marquee game. The Monday night game on ESPN with John Gruden and Mike Chirico, whatever is that. That's like the garbage game. That's like the Jets versus the Ravens. But the Sunday night game, that's the Patriots versus the Falcons in a rematch of Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that that's the way it is. So ESPN, I totally forgot really about the goddamn thing because who watches ESPN? Well, uh, I guess they're just in the tank. They're in the toilet. They're losing, uh, you know, numbers. They're bleeding. They're, they're bleeding subscriptions. I didn't know that. So there was this great article um, over on, uh, was it Breitbart? Where uh, at the shareholder meeting, uh, Robert Iger, the CEO of uh, the Walt Disney Company, which owns ABC and ESPN, uh, was uh, giving his spiel. You know, well, I know the, the ESPN is, is doing, you know, not doing too great, but hey, you know, we're, we're proud of this and we're going to cut some jobs here and we're going to cut some jobs there. And so he talks about Um, the ABC News coverage. And he says, ABC News has reported to me directly or indirectly for almost 25 years. I'm an expert on ABC News, and I can stand here today, look you in the face, and say I'm proud of the efforts of ABC News. I respect ABC News, and I believe they work very, very hard to present news in an extremely fair way. There are always going to be people, yourself included, and perhaps the president, we're going to believe that this is not being presented in a manner that's consistent 
with their own beliefs. Uh, there's in uh, the press simply because of the press doing necessarily toe the line, but the position taken by the others. Bah. And I guess this all came about um, because Justin Danoff of the National Center for Public Policy and Research um, questioned Igor, left-wing political bias. So uh, this was the Igor quote. And when uh, Justin uh, brought up Stephanopoulos and um, what was uh, Igor's comments about, you know, the the email uh, uh, hacks and the fact that Stephanopoulos – you know, uh, uh, talk with the Clinton campaign about story ideas and editing questions and, you know, strategy um, and how to go about basically, you know, making Hillary look good. And Igor uh, sidestepped it. He, He brushed it aside. He pretended it didn't exist. He pretended that didn't exist. He pretended that ESPN hasn't gone in a um, left-leaning, crazy death spiral. Pretended that didn't exist. And again, I didn't know that it existed. I didn't know. Like I said, I I didn't, or I should say, I don't really watch ESPN that much. Because the football games that they have suck. They're just horrible. And everything else on there is is, uh, garbage. Just garbage. Soccer, garbage. Soccer's horrible. Soccer's not even a sport. Soccer's horrible. Garbage. Um, swimming. Garbage. Not a sport. <laughs> it's, just, it's just garbage. So I didn't know how far left ESPN got. Like, how do you get left? How do you get political with sports? Like, how do you do that? How, how do you get... I remembered uh, Kurt Schilling getting fired. And, and, of course, I remember, you know, some other little dust-ups where people, um, you know, said stuff that, of course, didn't tow the politically correct line. But I didn't really see it as... ESPN going, you know, to the left, like being a leftist sports organization. I I just seen it as, uh, you know, all, you know, somebody said something that wasn't politically correct, and they're gonna have to fire the person because they don't want to have a bunch of boycotts and they don't want to lose business. So okay, I I I get it. But then, 
this uh, uh, guy named Sean Davis. He's a, I don't know what he is, but he's a, a Twitter guy. And he tweeted out um, the latest videos, like the latest uh, ESPN behind the lines. You know, one of those things that they do. And going from March 7th to March 5th, I guess if you want to call it that. It's called Outside the Lines. And every single one of these um, features, except for two, are over the top. Leftist causes. So there's seven videos. And two of them. Were basically geared. Toward. Sports. And I didn't know this. Like like I said. This kind of got under. Like we talked about. ABC. And their. Uh, we Rise. Uh, series. Whatever the hell you, you call that. And. You know, we did our little gay update. And I totally forgot about ABC and ESPN. And then when I seen the story today in Sean Davis's tweet, I was like, wow, I didn't know ESPN is 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 such a leftist over the top propaganda network. And they're supposed to be sports. You're supposed to play sports. I'm telling you, liberals, and they've always controlled the media. But even places where you just didn't think politics or or a social message existed, they're now hijacking it. I mean, a sports network, it's sports. You you put it on to watch. Tennis. You put it on to watch football. You put it on to watch baseball. You don't put it on to to get some type of social message. Not you're supposed to put it on to watch five days of the effing draft. Okay, the NFL draft. You put it on to drink beer and see if your team is gonna draft somebody good. And you curse them. Oh, how could they pick Donovan McNabb? Jesus. Oh my. That's just that's what that's what he, I didn't I didn't know that they are now social warriors. Didn't know that. Sean Davis posts these videos. And, and they're all done on March 7th and March 6th and one on March 5th. I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty wild. I mean, seriously, it, it's pretty wild. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's wild. So you got uh, Rubio. So the caption says, Rubio says chances of moving Bill forward are very realistic. So I guess that was a legit story. Uh, he was talking about protecting young victims from sexual abuse act. Okay. All right. You know, uh, Jeannie Buss. 
uncomfortable relationship with her brother, Jim. Now, if you're not from L.A., that's a whole weird thing that uh, transpired out here. But again, we're not a sports show, but then it goes. Is baseball's lack of a voice on social issues a problem? So that's a whole story about baseball and them not doing the whole kneeling during the first uh, the the national anthem. Basically, not being political. And the fact that they don't do that type of stuff and create controversy and. Why don't they? So it's basically a video, you know, it's a segment of trashing baseball for not doing what Colin Caberjack did, which is basically a stunt. With Caberjack coming out saying, well, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Well, why aren't you going to be doing it anymore, stupid? You said you work. You said you were going to keep doing it until uh, situation have changed with black people in America and how they're mistreated and social injustice. And blah, 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 blah. You said you were going to keep doing it until it changed. Now you're not going to be doing the kneeling thing. What, what happened? What did it get better overnight? Trump's now the president, so everything's better. Me? That should be. That should be a. a a badge of honor. Trump should be touting that. Bannon and, and Kellyanne Conway, they should be touting that. They should be going, hey, man, relationships with black folk and white folk and, and just social justice is better now. How can you say that? Well, Colin Kaepernick, he said he was going to kneel during every single national anthem until things got better. Well, guess what? He said he's not going to kneel this year. So it's better. So ESPN is pissed off because baseball don't do those gimmicks. And another one, sports and the social issues don't mix much in current Major League Baseball. So that's like a follow-up to the, is baseball's lack of a voice on social? Again, I want to watch baseball. I want to watch football. I I don't want a sports network to get political with me. Why? It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's like how Hollywood and the media ruined entertainment for people because they decided to get over-the-top political. So now, even if you like a Judd Apatow movie, you can't watch a Judd Apatow movie. You can't support a Judd Apatow movie because Judd Apatow is a jack-off. He's an obnoxious jack-off. And that kills me, because there are some Judd Apatow movies that are good. But I refuse to watch a Judd Apatow movie or look at Judd Apatow. So one of the other uh, uh, things uh, is USA Gymnastics speaks out against reporting on alleged abuse. Ah, okay, I'll, 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 we'll roll with that, you know. 
the girls don't want to uh, talk about being, you know, molested or, or whatever. Okay. Transgender wrestler begs, speaks out. Ay, ay, ay. That's the, the, the girl jacked up on steroids, beating the hell out of little girls. Nice. Okay. And then the follow-up to that is public opinion, a challenge to transgender rights. I mean, here you are. You're, you're drinking a beer. You're drinking some Pabst Blue Ribbon. All right? You want to watch, uh, uh, I don't know. You want to watch curling, okay? You want to watch badminton. I don't know. You put on ECSPN, and you got to watch a girl jacked up on steroids, beating the hell out of girls, because that girl wants to be a dude. And now you got to watch this show, and they're going to tell you you're a scumbag for not being cool. The girl jacked up on steroids, beating the hell out of girls who wants to be a boy. And if you go, that's wrong. You're a homophobe, a trannyphobe, a, a dude who wants to, a chick who wants to be a dudophobe. That's ESPN. What the hell happened to ESPN? How did we get to this point? How did we get to this point as a country? To where liberals have, have just hijacked everything. How? How did, how? how did it happen? How did it happen? Who knows? Oh, Jesus, help me. Lord Jesus and baby Jesus. It's Rob Zaccari. It's Rob Zaccari show. All right, guys, we're done for the night. You guys are the best. Seriously, I don't know a better audience than any of you. I don't. You guys are the best. The best. Best. We'll see you tomorrow. Be here. 7 p.m. That's West. Well, it's actually like 7.08, 7.07, because they do, they do the commercials for those first five or six minutes. But be here, and you will love the show. You will love everything about the show. So just be here. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, Talk to you then. Be safe. Um, Be strong. 